Happy 19th of August. This is Mary DeMuth, and this is Pray Every Day, where I pray through the Bible verse by verse through the book of Acts right now, which has been such a blessing. I am looking forward to seeing what God will say um, in terms of me seeking Him for the next book that we're going to read. I'm excited about that. All right, so this podcast is brought to you this month by Pray Every Day, which sounds kind of meta, but there is a book out now called Pray Every Day, a beautiful companion to this podcast, and it's a Harvest House title. You can buy it wherever books are sold. It is a 90-day devotional that I wrote based on 90 prayers of the Bible. It goes from Genesis to Revelation, and I unpack each verse. So if you stay tuned at the end of today's episode, I will read another prayer Uh, from the book of Acts and unpack it for you so you can kind of know what you're getting um, in terms of the devotional. So I'm excited about that. I hope you enjoy. All right, we're in Acts chapter 20, verses 1 through 12 in the New American Standard Version of the Bible, and this is what it says. After the uproar had ceased, Paul sent for the disciples, and when he had exhorted them and taken his leave of them, he left to go to Macedonia. When he had gone through those districts and had given them much exhortation, he came came to Greece. And there he spent three months. And when a plot was formed against him by the Jews, as he was about to set sail for Syria, he decided to return through Macedonia. And he was accompanied by by Sopater of Berea, the son of Perius, and Aristarchus and Secundus of the Thessalonians, and Gaius of Derbe, and Timothy and Tychicus. Tychicus and Trophimus of Asia, but these had gone on ahead and were waiting for us at Troas. We sailed from Philippi after the days of unleavened bread and came to them at Troas within five days, and there we stayed seven days. On this first day of the week, when we were gathered together to break bread, Paul began talking to them, intending to leave the next day, and he prolonged his message until midnight. There were many lamps in the upper room where he was gathered together, where we were gathered together. And there was a young man named Eutychus sitting on the windowsill, sinking into a deep sleep. And as Paul kept on talking, he was overcome by sleep and fell down from the third floor and was picked up dead. But Paul went down and fell upon him. And after embracing him, he said, do not be troubled for his life is in him. When he had gone back up, and had broken the bread and eaten. He talked with them a long while until daybreak, and then he left. They took away the boy alive and were greatly comforted. Mind if I pray for you? Lord, I've always loved, I don't know why I've always loved this story, but I have always loved this story. This poor guy is so tired. He falls asleep. He falls down. He dies, um, or at least is left as dead. And then Paul prays for him, and he is revived. And um, that is one long sermon. So whenever I think, oh, this sermon is going four or five minutes long, I think of Eutychus and I think of um, how long he was enduring through the night. So Lord, in light of that, help us to attend to the teaching that we receive and not to fall asleep. And Lord, we pray for our pastors and our leaders who are um, teaching your word with, with, um, with great care. We pray you would bless them bless their families, help them to uh, know that you are with them. I know that it's such sometimes a very thankless job. And so we lift up our leaders to you today and we pray that you would, um, you would be with them. And those who are leaders who are listening to this podcast, I pray, Father, that you would, um, you would just remind them today, even in a small them-shaped way, <laughs> a way that only they would know that you are noticing them and that you take care of them. I'm really grateful and I know that you will answer that prayer. 
Lord, help us to so long for your word that we're willing to stay up all night to hear it. Um, that to me is kind of the takeaway of this passage that people were so hungry to hear about you and what you can do in people's lives and what the gospel is and how, uh, what it means to live out this Christian life. What does it mean to be a disciple of Jesus that we would spend hours and hours? I'm reminded of the time my husband went to Vietnam to share you there and how people just waited and, and listened for hours and hours very attentively to the word of God. and. Lord, that's the kind of heart I want to have, that hungry, thirsty heart to hear more and more, to always be a lifelong learner. Lord, may it be that we are lifelong learners of you and we spend time with you every day because we love you so much. But Lord, again, I'm just so grateful for people who preach your word and just give them a special dispensation of grace today. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Uh, thanks for listening to Pray Every Day. This is from page 175, day 81, about Saul. Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. And the voice replied, I am Jesus, the one you're persecuting. Now get up, go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. This is one of the most profound prayers we can pray. That's from Acts 9, 5 through 6. Who are you, Lord? Jesus was with God the Father and the Holy Spirit before the world and universe were spun into existence. He had always existed. He has no beginning, no end. He is the Son of God and the Son of Man. He appeared to a few as a theophany in the Old Testament. And when the time was ripe, God the Father sent him to earth to be born of a virgin in the town of Bethlehem. His birth fulfilled many prophecies, his life, death, and resurrection too. He lived in relative obscurity most of his life, living the mundane, learning carpentry. We see a glimpse of his intelligence at age 12 when he stayed behind in Jerusalem at his father's house the temple, teaching and astounding the religious leaders. He began his ministry through baptism, and God the Father shouted his, his adoration while the Holy Spirit descended as a dove. After the pinnacle of that proclamation, he was led into the wilderness from waters to desert in the same manner of the Israelites in the Exodus. And there he met the ancient foe, Satan, who tempted him toward power, pride, and accumulation. While Satan twisted scripture, Jesus knew it and rightly interpreted it. He chose 12 disciples, though one would betray him. Many followed him, including a large contingent of women who funded his ministry. See Luke 8, 1 through 3. He had no place to lay his head. He commanded nature. He healed many diseases, some existing from birth. He verbally wrangled with the religious elite who were so bent toward jealousy that they plotted to kill him. Jesus conquered evil. Everywhere evil spirits were, they reconciled or they recoiled in tor torment at his presence and had to flee. He loved the outcasts, noticed the broken, dignified the children, and fed the 5,000, then the 4,000. He toppled tables in the temple, enraged that prayer, enraged that prayer had become more business than practice. He told stories. He lived the greatest story ever. He retreated from the world to pray to the one who sustained him. He set his face like flint toward Jerusalem. The fickle ones who shouted Hosanna would later encant crucify. He didn't speak when mocked and condemned, didn't defend himself. Nails pierced his hands and feet, but love and justice held him on the cross for us all. Sin's darkness fell upon the earth when he cried words of forgiveness and surrendered his spirit. It was finished. Death held him three days in the womb of the earth, but this quaking of life silenced the cackling of the powers of darkness. Sunday morning erupted in light and the crucified one became the glorified living savior. This is Jesus, the one we worship. 
Jesus, there are no words. You are good. You are beautiful. You are everything. You are my life. You have saved me. You have redeemed my life from the pit. You have conquered sin and death. You have satisfied justice. You are love. I love you. Amen. I hope that that blessed you today. And if you're interested in picking up a 90-day devotional, you can pick up Pray Every Day wherever books are sold. I hope it blessed you.